Hello everyone and welcome to episode nine of the Church Collective podcast. Thanks for listening, whether this is your first listen or your ninth or anywhere in between. Today our theme is stepping out in faith. I would love us to consider what that could look like. Often different to what we might think. Or maybe the term implies, I want to suggest. Not, in fact, great strength on our own parts, but often quiet trust and more about observing what God is doing rather than taking great strides of our own. Firstly, in just a moment, I reflect that we have a helper and a defender in our God. And then we'll explore together a passage of scripture from Isaiah. So firstly, God helps us and he defends us. Psalm 70 says, let all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. Let those who love your salvation say always, great is the Lord. As for me, I am poor and needy. Come to me quickly, O God. You are my help and my deliverer. O Lord, do not delay. This phrase, I am poor and needy, is not used only once in the Bible. Far from it. For me, this makes sense. Any stretch of my life where I have seen God move powerfully, where I have taken steps of faith, Without fail, that period is inextricably tied to an encounter with my own weakness or brokenness. Every single one. Partnering with God through the power of the Holy Spirit then is so often a quiet and raw trust in the greatness of God, even in hardships. Psalm 138 says, even though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. So we struggle and battle in our lives as Christians, just like anyone else. But we are sustained by a powerful God. Giving painful things to God, this itself is a big step of faith. Acknowledging weakness is hard. I get very sensitive about it. But today, if you desire to partner, you might want to say with the writer of Psalm 54, this quiet expression of trust in God. It's a simple but profound prayer of surrender. God, an offering of a free heart will I give you and praise your name for it is gracious. He is trustworthy in that very raw step of faith. He is grace and love and compassion and he helps and defends us. So I'll say that verse again. An offering of a free heart will I give you God and praise your name for it is gracious. So with that safety and security in mind, I would love us to consider now some verses from Isaiah. 
Isaiah 54 from verse 14 to the end, and then 55 through to verse 5. In righteousness you shall be established, you shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near you. If anyone stirs up strife, it is not from me. Whoever stirs up strife with you shall fall because of you. Behold, I have created the smith who blows the fire of coals and produces a weapon for its purpose. I have also created the ravenger to destroy. No weapon that is fashioned against you shall succeed, and you shall refute every tongue that rises against you in judgment. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their vindication from me, declares the Lord. Come, everyone who thirsts. Come to the waters, and he who has no money, come, buy, and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labour for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me and eat what is good, and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear that your soul may live, and I will make you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. Behold, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander for the peoples. Behold, you shall call a nation that you do not know, and a nation that did not know you shall run to you, because of the Lord your God and of the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. So I want, first of all, to draw your attention to verse 3 of chapter 55. Hear that your soul may live. Paul, who wrote much of the New Testament, talks about our role in ensuring that people hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, that they come to know that they are loved and accepted by God, and that the cross means something for their own lives and experiences. If we want to respond to the call to step out in faith then, we need to consider how we can be ministers of the rich food that God wants to bring to others that's talked about in this passage. And we will relax a bit more about this call when we remember that it is God who makes the opportunities. The reading begins not with a call to set one's face resolutely, look to the horizon and confidently stride out. Instead, the passage begins with a reminder that it is God's righteousness, God's ability that will establish and enable the knowledge of his goodness to increase in the world. And much of Isaiah looks forward like this to the pressing on of the kingdom following the coming of Jesus and uses this kind of battle and figurative language to refer to that extension of the knowledge of God in the world and to assure us that God's spirit goes with us as we seek to be a part of that. 
And soon after the promise that God will establish our efforts as we seek to serve him. Again, we read in verse 16 of Isaiah 54, the words, behold, I. Let's be keen to discern and to see what God is doing if we want to step out in faith. I wonder who you find coming into your circle that God may have put there. In your workplaces, family, gym, other contexts that your life might revolve around. Where is God bringing people along to you there and making connections? Or, because I'm not encouraging absolute passiveness here, where is God nudging you to go and talk or pray for somebody? Or to share God's love in deeds? Step out and find out, as my old church leader used to say. And the key feature about opportunities like this is that often it is only as we step out that we find out what God is doing. The stepping out so often comes first, hence the in faith bit. So that word, behold I, is a heartening one as we think about these bold steps of faith, of offering to pray, of speaking up. Behold I assures us that God's spirit will achieve his purposes as we step out and it is not a bonkers thing to do. On this point, here's a remembrance from my old workplace where many of you are, of course, for a good proportion of your lives, at least in your own workplaces. When I took time to ask God what he was doing in the lives of the staff there, and praying for eyes to see the working of his spirit, I found myself becoming more bold, but still doubtful as well. It's usually always a battle to step out in faith. On one occasion, I had a friend who was doing an endurance event and she came into work really close to the day, injured. And I asked her if I could come up to her classroom before she left that night, because if you work in a school like I used to do, you know there is no time between when you walk in in the morning and when you're almost leaving to actually do anything. And I'm sure there's many other settings like that. And I have to say, I was kind of not looking forward to it all day. Usual thoughts. She's going to think I'm so weird, it's going to feel awkward, what if nothing happens, and so on. But I had faith too. And when I went to see her at the end of the day, I prayed with as much faith as I had. I lifted my friend up to God and I asked him to heal her. And I spoke, in fact, to the particular pain that she had and asked for that pain to go in the name of Jesus. And I left her my number and asked her to let me know how things were over the weekend. And I didn't hear anything. And I was so disappointed. Turned out though, she had left my number on her desk. And she came in on Monday, utterly speechless. She had got up the next day, done the event with no pain. And it was great. There was God gossip, if you like, going on all around the place about what had happened. And yes, I had stepped out in faith, but I certainly wasn't uh, a warrior for Jesus in that moment. 
I had the same sort of doubts that we all had. Hence, the importance of step out and find out often. It's really good to ask God to make us unable not to step out as well. This doesn't often happen, but I remember feeling really strongly to pray for somebody at work once. I remember it really well. I was putting these mini clocks out on the table ready for the day and saying, no, it's OK, God, I'll just get on with the day. And it was such a powerful prompt that despite my faithlessness, I just had to do it. Behold, I, says God, even in our selfishness. And speaking of selfishness, are we asking God to make us compassionate? We see God's sadness in the Isaiah passage, don't we? We see how God notices the suffering of his children and he longs that they would come to him for relief. Why waste your money on what is doing you no good, says God. Come to me, come to me. And there's a song fairly old now by Jesus Culture and there's a lyric that says, may our passion bring you praise. To step out in faith, we need to ask for the compassion of God. And reflecting on our own story with this can be really helpful, I think. When I think of all the restoration God has brought to my life, the blessing and security in him I've come to know, I start to think, my goodness, that person or that person hasn't even begun this journey. They are hurting with no knowledge of a God who cares. And that moves me to action much more readily. And speaking of action, let's remember the warning of James and his book of the Bible too. I've talked a lot about praying and about speaking about Jesus. But of course, sharing our faith and stepping out needs to be actions, meeting needs, as well as words and sacrificial in that too. And I'm definitely talking to myself as well. Well, now my workplace is within Church Collective by which I certainly do not mean any buildings we might occupy. I have trained for church leadership and subsequently begun this pioneering curacy. As you may have heard Simon sharing in recent weeks, Church Collective is part of a fresh C of E framework, Church of England framework, responding to the growing disinterest we have seen with some of the more traditional forms of gathered worship particularly in younger age groups, hence the term, the missing generation. And this comes with the opportunity to build from scratch in many ways, dreaming how church might be expressed in such a way that people come to know the love of God. But actually, to quite a large degree in this pioneering endeavour, because of this building from scratch, there's largely no existing structure, no pre-existing connections or people largely, no set area of Warrington we are stipulated to work within. So it's so exciting, but it's really daunting too. 
in some training I attended recently, there was a graphic that I really resonated with, which was the pioneer. I have no idea where I'm going. Anyone want to come? So in my current role, I am more relieved than ever that it is God who creates opportunities for us as we seek to step out in faith. And I have seen many behold I moments already in Church Collective, and I believe there will be many, many more. Whether it be texting some of the team in the middle of attending a community fair and saying, really not much engagement here, feels like a waste of time, and then almost immediately having a really significant conversation. To moments like meeting a community leader and mentioning a colleague's name and then saying, oh, yeah, yeah, I just I just met them this week, funnily enough. And of course, and this is so important, continuing my evangelism just as Heather, not in an official church collective sense and seeing God do amazing things. Sometimes as pioneer curate for the church, I feel outnumbered by and so out of step often with the defined and structured world that it seems everyone else lives in. And I feel a bit of a numpty quite a lot of the time. But let's not be fooled. We must never overlook what we carry through the power of the Holy Spirit. Even this week, I've been really encouraged by remembering this. Now, I can be pretty bold and I enjoy being social, but actually I'm very rarely right at the centre of things. I am pretty quiet in manner often. I can never keep up with banter and say witty things at the right moment. And in one particular setting, which I love to bits, I felt really frustrated uh, from a stepping out in faith point of view recently, not feeling like I'm having significance in terms of extending the knowledge of God. But I'm beginning to see how God is starting to move. Opportunities are opening up. Uh, unexpectedly, someone commented about something they see different in me. And I say a resounding yes, as these opportunities are opening up. And actually, seeing how God is moving and joining in, as I know Simon has shared recently too, this really sums up stepping out in faith in many ways. So a few practicalities before I pray for us. How about I pray about that with you? good way to enter into prayer. Being able to give a snappy, interesting version of your story of faith, that's really important too. And when we pray, beginning by thanking God for the person you're praying for, maybe saying something that is wonderful about them and thanking God for that. Then asking God to move in the particular way that is relevant and then asking that that person would feel God's peace as they go on their way. These are all useful ways I have found to step out in faith. And let's not forget that as we go about this work, as I said nearer to the start, we have a God who cares deeply for us 
as we minister, who helps and defends us in our weakness. We were saved for a purpose, yes, but we were also saved because we are loved and God believes in us and all that we can do for him as we step out and find out. May we never be deceived into not experiencing the love of God for ourselves that we desire to minister to others. So, a prayer as I close and thank you for listening. Lord, thank you for your grace, for your righteousness, for your power in our weakness, for the reassurance that you say, behold, I. God, would we trust our hearts to you, the biggest step of faith. I pray for your comfort and encouragement to come to us wherever we need it in our lives. Oh Lord, would you please show us the rich food we carry and give us boldness and wisdom that we would share it and that we would make the most of every opportunity we have. In Jesus' name. Amen. We invite everyone to play their part as we worship creatively, love generously and serve locally.